Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. What's the fan got today? Oh, we got a lot cooking, Craig. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea here on the fan. Speaking of cooking, check out what Fourth Base has this week. Fourth Base on National. You want to check them out. We did last week. We got uh, two weeks ago. We got the shaved steak sandwich. Tim, who can't stand up for himself at all. I ordered a meal, and he said, yeah, I'll just have that. But it sounded really good. All right, well, it was good. You made the right choice. See? Shaved steak sandwich with the peppers and onions and the provolone melted right on there. I said, I'll have a shaved steak sandwich with fries, and Tim said the same, and then they gave us a bowl of fries to share. Now, it was more fries than we would have got on our normal. Correct. But I, I don't know if she was assuming something. or I am... I did, I did when I walked into the uh, establishment, I, I had baseball cards. Mm-hmm. I also brought baseball cards because I bought some of those Walgreens hanger packs. And they changed the uh, packaging of it. It's now more hip. I bought one the other day. I bought a Walgreens hanger pack the other day, which I'll tell you about in 30 seconds because I want to tell you about 4th Base. 4th Base Sports Bar, the restaurant. Okay, I just told you about the shave steak sandwich. Did I ever tell you about the uh, shrimp? Did I ever tell you about the crab legs and the steaks and awesome burgers? There's a deli case. You go up there. CJ's usually behind there. You say, oh, that looks good. That looks good. How do you make that for me? And that's how you can do it. Now they have different uh, board specials, menu board specials. You can go online and check some stuff out. Otherwise, you just walk up there and, and tell them what you want to make. That's fourth base. It's on national. It is a sports bar environment. They've... They, they were the bar in the movie Major League, and so you can get that that feel, watching a game, before the game, after the game, but then also get some of the you know best food that you're going to find in the area. That's a fourth base on National. Check them out on Facebook. Yeah, Walgreens sells these hanger packs. I'm not one of these guys. I, I went into a, like, a, like a Walmart the other day, and I, I just like to walk down the cart aisle to see what's up, and some lady was like, oh, you must be here for the football prisms. And I said, I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I, I like I like buying the old cards like I used to buy. I don't need all these. I, I want to I open up a 1990s pack of Pro Set is what I want to do. So I like the ones at Walgreens because it's old cards. And I got 100 cards, and it was probably the worst set of cards ever that I've ever bought. 
Usually with cards with my commons, I, I keep them in a box somewhere and we'll see what I do with them. I just I put all these cards in the pack and throw them away. They weren't even worth the, the best card I think I got was a 90 upper deck BJ Serhoff, which I already have like seven of. Uh, maybe a Burt Bylevin. I mean, it was bad. It was a really bad pack. I have his autograph. How'd you get that? Um, he went down Bernie's slide. Oh, he did? Yep. So I escorted him up there and gave and, him the, the course and- and then what, how'd you ask him for his autograph? He said, "Would you like uh, Would you like a baseball?" I said, "Sure." Oh, he said that to you. Yeah, yeah, I know. See, I never know about that. Do you think it's? Well, he said, "Thank you for you know, thank you for you know, guiding me up here and letting me do this." They filmed it. Well, AJ Dillon did a really cool thing yesterday. He was at Lambo. He was filming a commercial, and then he kind of like he. Interrupted a tour. Interrupted. He interrupted a tour, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, whoever wants a picture." But if, you know, of course, he know, he's a Packer. He's a, there's a tour. Some of these people, like, who are you? I'm AJ Dillon. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess I like you now. There's the whole family wearing Rogers jerseys, the matching Rogers jerseys. That's something you'll never see me and my son do. I do like to match my son. I do like to match. I like when we match. I do like when we match. The other day we were both wearing T-shirts with a little pocket on it, and I do like to match. I, I'm one of those guys, but not the whole family. I think couples Just matching. The two of you. you know what I don't like is when twins match. I already can't tell you apart. Stop wearing the same clothes. You're wearing the same clothes. I mean, if there's a two for one sale, what are you going to do? You got twins. We thought we wanted twins. We thought, oh, wouldn't it be so great to have twins? Thank God we don't. I mean, one kid. Guy wouldn't take a bath last night. It was, oh, my God. I think I got two of them. Because when he goes down for a nap, I can go down with him. I'm going to nap today. He's going to nap today. I'm going to nap today. But if I had another kid, oh. Some of these families. I got friends. I got friends with five kids. What, what the hell? I mean, teach their own. I don't want to say like, well, my kid's so great. I only need one because I am the first of four boys. So that I can't do that logic because <laughs> that means I suck. But I like those hanger packs. All right. So one of the things that we were asking about earlier was, you know, with the All-Star game coming up tonight and with the Home Run Derby last night, is there anybody... Anybody in baseball that you know they're coming to town and you need to see them. Because in the NBA, I think absolutely the Warriors are coming to town. I want to see Steph. You know, you go to a Warrior game, you could say, I'm going to see the Warriors, but if Steph's not playing, even if it's Clay and Draymond and whoever, you're like, I want to see Steph. Um, a lot of people do this for Giannis now. The Bucks are one of those teams. You know, the Bucks are on the calendar once a year in Sacramento and Memphis and Houston, well, they're going to go, and they always build their Greek heritage nights around it, which is just clever marketing. But they're going to go to see Giannis. We have that guy. So for the NBA, it was always like, oh, you sell out when LeBron's in town, or you sell out when Steph, or, I don't know, Dirk, or whoever you wanted to see, Kobe, whoever you wanted to see. But now we have that guy. Now there's still some other guys you might want to see. Oh, I want to see Jokic. You know, he's here once a year. I want to see Luka. You know, I want to see Dame. You know, it might be some of those guys. So in basketball, I think that that's a little more of a draw. In baseball, I don't think that it's that much of a draw. 
where you would go to see one individual person? Uh, some of the answers that we have on uh, Twitter and Facebook. So I put, I put which MLB stars, if any, are you going out of your way to see when they come to your stadium? Uh, Dr. E says baseball is not the NBA or NFL. It's a much more boring game that celebrates hitters being so, so if a guy, if a guy goes one for three, he's awesome. That's not as exciting as a guy throwing four touchdowns, running for 150, dumping in 40 or going 11 for 12 from three. That's my take on never going to a game just to see one guy. Lucas says Shohei Otani. It boggles my mind why he isn't more popular outside of regular baseball fans. And again, I would argue that he probably should be more popular with baseball fans. I mean, we all know he's great, but what he's doing is unbelievable. Uh, Nick says Otani and Trout. Jeff says Otani or O'Neill Cruz, one of these young kids from the Pirates, the 6'7 shortstop that we saw. KJ says Julio Rodriguez for the Mariners. Now, I think KJ does, he is a little more aware personally of the Seattle Mariners, but I think there's a lot of us that didn't know anything about Julio Rodriguez until last night. And now, you know, that's, that's why the Derby's so great. We get to see these guys in action and play. Uh, another one for O'Neill Cruz, that's from Dustin. And then uh, Izzy says, I'd love to see Otani. Now, some of the answers on Facebook, uh, the first one I got here is baseball doesn't work that way. And then a couple of more for Otani. We asked this question like five years ago. Clayton Kershaw was a, a popular one, but that was about it. I think pitchers are someone you might want to see because you do that even when the Brewers are in town here. You know, if the Brewers have a weekend set against the Pirates, you're going to see, well, when does Burns pitch? When does, when does uh, Woody pitch? You know, If you have the choice to go to a game, you're going to go to the one where one of those guys pitch rather than Hauser or Lauer or... Like I said with Toby, his take is he wants to go see Jason Alexander because he throws a lot of uh, he puts a lot of guys on base behind him, which is actually pretty good. Yeah, I want to see I want to see the bad pitchers come because then I'll see some offense. But I really think that it's 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 Shohei Otani, and otherwise in baseball, I'm just kind of wrapping my head through some of these teams. I don't know of one other guy that I would rush to the stadium to see, like the Yankees. You want to see the Yankees come to town. You want to see the Red Sox come to town, but I don't, I'm not like going to see Aaron judge. I'm going to see it's the New York Yankees, right? It's the Boston Red Sox. Um, you know, some of these guys are having great years. Jose Ramirez. I'm not going to see him. Vlad Guerrero, you know, maybe, but I'm not going to see him specifically more that the blue Jays have all these young guys, the Astros. I mean, I'm not going to see Jose Altuve. I'll go to the game to boo him. Uh, I mean, who else? There's nobody really else that I would. Degrom, Scherzer, I, I, I don't know. That that's weird too, because the Brewers have great pitching. Do you want to see another? Maybe if it's like a duel, but then it's going to be like a two-one game, and we complain that there's not enough offense. The Braves, Acuna. I mean, Bryce Harper is Bryce Harper, and a guy that's going to be good enough to get you to go to a game that you otherwise wouldn't have. Dodgers, I mean, Mookie Betts. So it's just, I think it just it works different. You've got to really transcend the sport to be somebody that you're going to rush to the ballpark to. I mean, it's got to be like the home run chase. It's got to be like Barry Bonds. I mean, when Bonds was playing, that was, that was can't miss when he was, when he was playing, whether, you know, you liked how it happened or not, that was some can't miss stuff. So, uh, 
you know, that's how it went down then. But just something that we've thrown out there. You can tweet on that at 1250 AM, the fan, or you can give us a shout at 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. The home run derby last night saw Juan Soto in the finals beat Julio Rodriguez. Tied at 18. And another one to center. I think he did it. I think he went to 19. I really believe. If not, this is 20, as a matter of fact. He keeps going. He's down on a knee. He's got it. Bat is flipped sky high. And Juan Soto is your 2022 Home Run Derby champion. And he wanted to be darn sure of it. It stays in the National League East. The Nationals celebrating with Juan Soto here at Dodger Stadium. What a show put on by these young hitters. The future is bright when it comes to power here in Major League Baseball. So I, Juan Soto was my guy last night, Tim. Juan Soto was the guy. He was plus 500. I didn't put any money on it. I did. I just checked this out. I did do a DraftKings last night where I did a pool. Uh, I had Juan Soto winning. I had, what else did I have? I had that the guy who would win the home run derby would hit second. I had Schwarber not advancing. I had Pujols advancing. I got five out of ten right. I won nine cents last night. I won nine cents. Did they have one like who would hit the longest home run? Yeah, I had that one wrong. Who did? Does it, does it say? Who hit the longest one? Yeah. Yeah, I can double check. I had uh, Ramirez. Okay. I had that one wrong. I really thought that I was going to win some money last night. I was, like, intently rooting for Juan Soto because I thought I thought I was going to win some money. Longest home run was Juan Soto. I had Pete Alonzo right where he was. So, hey, I won nine cents. So there you go. Better than nothing. Nine whole cents. But I like the home run derby. You've talked about that. You like the home run derby. I love and the I, home run derby. I, I do. You know, Tim and I were talking about this earlier, Tim Allen. The way that baseball is doing this week is it's been both very good, but also a lot of room for improvement. They moved the draft now. I think the draft used to be on like a Friday night when games are going on. The draft's always going to it's going to be in the middle of the and season. And I think it was earlier, too. Not not. Right at the All-Star break. I want to say, like, maybe just a couple weeks earlier. Maybe June. Yeah. Yeah, maybe June. I, I like where it was on a Friday night. Now, no, it was on Sunday night. It still happened a lot yesterday, and it still happened a lot Sunday. And the MLB draft is not going to be the NBA draft or especially the NFL draft. You know who these guys are. You know what positions are needed. There's going to be some instant superstars. Baseball, you know, unless the guy is, like, somebody's kid – like this holiday guy or a guy that was already drafted. And then there's been some talk about him, that Kamar rocker guy, you know, you don't really know who the guys are and you're not going to see them for five, six years, but Hey, there was no game on. And so that's a good way to grow the game, to learn. Hey, we're going to learn about these guys. You can watch it on a Sunday night. I thought that was good. I think the home run derby is great. The home run derby is great because it lets you actually meet some of the guys you know to stay with them and then you see some of the like i like the friendships i like you know these guys rooting for each other and you know if they're from the same country or whatever they're rooting for each other i i like to see that 
So I think the Home Run Derby is great. I think the All-Star Game is great. Now, I think it says it starts at 7. It probably doesn't start till 7.45. They do a little too much pageantry with the All-Star Game. We'll see if it goes quicker, if they do that earlier tonight. But I like the All-Star Game. I wish the Futures Game was in a different spot. If it's on Peacock, it's on Peacock. I know that some teams were mad about that because they couldn't watch the game. They don't have Peacock in their clubhouse, but uh, there were games going on. You know, I wanted to watch the Futures game. I had legitimate interest to watch it, but the Brewers weren't on. I mean, I'm not going to watch the Futures game. Yeah, they they do bury that. And then when did the celebrity game happen? After they should they should do they should do that they should do the Futures game Sunday because they don't do a Sunday night game because of travel to the All Star game. Yeah, they should do it that night. Yeah, I mean the draft can wait another day. Do the draft on Wednesday. I mean, who cares about the ESPYS? Sure. And this is new that they're doing the draft now at the All-Star game? Yeah. I think this is the first year that they did it? There was, there was something that Tim said where uh, Rob Manfred's doing whatever he can to do pace of play. I do have a feeling that 20 years from now, we're going to look back and be very complimentary of Rob Manfred. I, I do feel that way. I think that baseball's kind of going through an adjustment here. Are we that way with C-League? Um, I mean, Selig did a lot. He brought interleague play. He got oh, the wild card. Playoffs. He let steroids happen, which was good for me because it brought me back in. Yeah, I mean, I, they were they were all. I don't know. You got to be really bad to be bad. Some people don't like him. Well, a lot of people don't like him, but a lot of people really like him. Do you like him? Do you think he was good for baseball? Yes. What are you, what question are you asking me? I'm just. You know, because we're if we're gonna look back at you know twenty years, we're getting to that point now with C League. Like, let's look back and was he good for baseball? Because people were complaining about expanded playoffs back when he did that when he created the wild card. Wild card, really? I think there's too many teams right now. I think six play. is too many. Interleague play. I did. I, I'm telling you, I did like when there was no interleague play. I like that we're going to see every team a little bit, but I did like, I, I mean, the All-Star game, when it was AL versus NL, you never saw those guys together. I liked interleague play when they first started it, how it was literally two weeks. You played pretty much the other division. So the AL Central. Yeah, interleague play being throughout the season because of the 15 and 15 yeah. in each league, it, you know, it's kind of, it took it a little bit out. when, But then still, when you see, like, when you see the Mets play the Yankees, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. When you see the White Sox play the Cubs, that's still a big deal. You know, the Brewers playing the Twins, whatever. Well, when it first started, remember. Or like we the playing, Dodgers playing the Yankees, we were that's playing a big the Central, deal. The NL Central, because we were in the AL. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big deal. I can I can get down with it. I think that the expanding the playoffs is probably good. I don't know what the right exact number should be. So it used to be where there were two, because I bring up the 92 Brewers all the time. They won 92 games, but they finished like four and a half behind Toronto, and they were in the AL East with seven teams, and the AL West had six or seven, and it was just the winner of the West and the winner of the East. And then they, you played for the pennant. And, I mean, is, is two teams making the playoffs enough in each league? No. So now you have the three divisions. I mean, if they go to 32 are we going to go to four divisions like like football and have a division winner and then two wild card teams? Maybe. I think, I think this is fine. What we're doing now, 
I'm okay. It with might it. turn out to be fine. I still think the bye week thing's gonna be weird. For the one and two seeds. Yeah. And we'll see. And you know, if they have no problem, okay. But if one of those teams, if the Dodgers have a bye and then lose and their bats go cold, we're gonna be like, Well, what do you even want the bye? I I don't like the Brewers are fifty and forty three. And we're not really panicking that they're not gonna make the playoffs. I feel like there should be a little more panic that we're not going to make the playoffs at 50 and 43. There's seven games over 500. I mean, you got to be like a, you could be like a 90 win team to get in. Maybe high eighties. I don't want to see this team getting in at 84, 85 wins. It's a whole se- It's 162 games. There's got to be some sort. You got to be a, you got to be a little better than 500, you know? Yeah. But look at the Cardinals back in 2011. They were the wild card. They won eighty six games and won the World Series. Well, yeah, I don't like that. I don't Why? like that. I don't like that baseball set up they where you can hot. be bad for five months, good for the last one. They were. I wouldn't say bad. I mean, are the Brewers bad? They're not playing well right now. No, they're, they're, but to have one hundred sixty two games, and then for a team to win. 110 and have like no advantage over the team that won 86. Yes, now you'll get the buy. So it's a little better. But beforehand, it was just, oh, the one wild card game. I don't know. I think there should be a little bit more of a reward for that. The NFL, I think seven you, teams is probably too what, much, but you only have one buy. What about the top seed then advancing just to the uh, championship series? Well, then there'd be too much time off again. But it would be a good that reward. Would be a very good reward. If that's you know, if we're gonna have this many teams, then we gotta. If you want more rewards or a bigger reward, that would probably be the ultimate reward. The uh, number one seed going to the NL or AL championship series. Uh, I know, I know, you guys hate hate when I bring up soccer, but the MLS they play like a thirty-two game season, and then their playoffs are one and done, and like eight teams from each division make it. Would you rather want that in baseball then? No. If you're going to play 162 games, make it mean something. So you didn't like the original wild card when it was a one-game wild card playoff? No. Okay. That was awful. Well, the Brewers lost in their one shot at it. So maybe if they would have won, I would have liked it. Well, they lost because of errors that were on them, not yeah, because and of Josh Hader. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 414-799-1250. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. Big news yesterday, the Madden ratings are out, but only for pass catchers, only for wide receivers and tight ends. Because I saw the wide receiver ratings come out, so I was like, oh, I wonder what everybody else is. Oh, no, Madden knows what they're doing. They are they are going group by group. So yesterday it was pass catchers. Today it's edge rushers. Edge rushers will be revealed at some point today, probably 10 2 They'll reveal that. The top-rated receiver in Madden. There's only one in the 99 club, and it is once again Devontae Adams. So the Packers let a 99 go via trade. But Devontae now, oh, he's always wanted to be in, in a Raiders uniform, so good for him. I don't even care. I'm not, I'm not, I don't even care. I, I'm you not, don't care about him? I, I mean, I like them. He's a good guy. How much are you going to pay attention to Raiders games? Not any more than I normally would. Okay. When Favre went to the Jets, did you pay attention? When Favre went to the Jets, CBS 58 was ecstatic. Yeah, they were. Because they would always show Jets games. You'd look at these coverage maps, and it'd be like Jets games in the Northeast, and then the little pocket in the state of Wisconsin. You could see almost as many Jets games as you wanted. Favre going to the Jets, that is like forgotten about in history. Because everyone just assumes, oh yeah, I played with the Vikings. No, he, he played. Well, didn't he go like nine and three, and then lose four in a row or something so, like that? They were winning, and then he just bottomed out. And he, and he, I mean, he didn't care about being there. He wanted to come back to the Vikings. That's so stupid. I, I mean, you go there, you go there, and you hold a grudge. But even when he was there, he couldn't get over the grudge. He had a whole year somewhere else, and he still had to go back and play with the Vikings. Devontae's a ninety-nine in Madden. Cooper Cup's a ninety-eight. Travis Kelsey is a 98, George Kittle 97, Hopkins 96, Diggs 95, Jefferson 93, Mark Andrews 93, Evans 92. So obviously we want to look at the the Packers and what they are. I saw an interesting survey that was put out about worst wide receiver cores in the league the other day. Uh, The worst five wide receiver cores in the league. Number five, the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Christian Kirk, remember they paid him a bunch of money, Marvin Jones, and Zay Jones. All right, that's pretty bad. The Falcons have Drake London, the rookie, Brian Edwards from the Raiders, and Zacchaeus. The Ravens had Rashad Bateman, Devin Duvernay, and some other dude. I don't even know who that is, but they traded Hollywood Brown. The Packers have the second worst wide receiver core, according to Sports Savages. Whatever, it's a poll. Alan Lazard, Christian Watson, and Randall Cobb. The Bears have the absolute worst, with their leaders being Darnell Mooney, Equinemius St. Brown, and Byron Pringle. Now, this is before they traded for superstar Nikhil Harry from the Patriots, as Bears fans will tell you. I see a little bit of the back and forth that goes on. Bears fans are really hanging their hat on the fact that they have a better wide receiver core than the Packers. Now, is that true? I don't even know if that's true. Here are the Packers ratings on Madden in terms of the wide receivers, okay? So Packers wide receivers, here are their ratings. Did you see these already, Tim? Yeah. Yeah. All right, because you, you want to guess who's first overall. I'd say Lazard, but some of the rookies, uh, Toure comes in at a 66, Malik Taylor at a 66, and then Romeo Dubs at a 67. Jawan Winfrey, keep your eye on Jawan Winfrey. People are going to tell you that. Jawan Winfrey, 6'3", has the opportunity. People tell you about Jawan Winfrey this August. He's a 67. Amari Rogers, who is always forgotten about when we list off who the Packers wide receivers are, despite him being a second-round pick last year. He's a 69. Christian Watson comes in at a 71, the rookie. Alan Lazard, a 77. Cobb, a 78. And Sammy Watkins, a 79. So according to Madden... Sammy Watkins is the best receiver on this football team. It's not a very good uh, receiving core if you're looking at the Madden ratings, which they don't just assign random numbers. They have people whose full-time job is to go around. They, they, go, they, go, to sit, games. they go to games. They scour tape. They take an enormous amount of pride in these Madden ratings. They, I've seen them at Packer games. They have this vest on, and it says Madden Raider. Yeah. I can't wait to get the new Madden. I just buy you for play the roster update. Yeah, I, I buy. I, I, I do play it a lot for two weeks, and I never play and it again. Never play it. Yep. That's how I am with every game. Baseball, I know. Baseball. Yeah. Hockey. When uh, when it was March twenty, I don't want to say when the pandemic hit. When the pandemic started, I don't like saying that. Or remember in the pandemic, I mean, we're still in the pandemic. So March twenty twenty, when the pandemic started, there were a couple of things that I was like, "All right, I'm going to do. I'm going to." There's two things. I have two resolutions every year. Learn Spanish and relearn piano. I could play in sixth grade a little bit, and I never do them. So COVID was going to allow me to do that. I didn't do that. I also bought MLB The Show, and I'm like, I'm going to play all 162. I try and do that. No. I bought MLB The Show on PlayStation for like the 50 bucks. Well, first, then it took three hours to download. PlayStation's the worst at that. How far did you get? Uh, I made a few trades. I never even played a game. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, I, 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 that's funny at the beginning because I'm like, I'm going to have all this free time. I actually had to work three times as hard because there were no sports to talk about. And, oh, I'm also raising a six-month-old six son. Where did I think all this free time was coming? I mean, I was at home all the time. That mean, I had more free time. 
So I never I never play that. But with Madden, I do give it a few weeks, and I really get into it. I kind of want to get into it now because there's, like, nothing going on, but I don't want to use last year's Is rosters. It, it's not out yet. When does it come out? Uh, August. August 20th or something. Yeah. Madden 2020, what is it, 23 release dates. And Madden is on the cover for the first time in some time. John Madden, that is. Uh, the 19th. Okay. Comes out on August 19th. So you'll be busy on the 20th? Yeah. What day is the 19th? This will determine how much I can it's play. one month from that. today. Uh, the, 19th the 19th is a Friday. Oh, Friday? All right. Packers have a home game that night. They do. Against the Saints preseason. Uh, maybe the 20th. I'll tell my wife. You take care of the kid that day. I'm just going to be boozing playing Madden. But maybe, I probably won't even do it. Maybe I'll, I'll come over. Well, then it's going to be two hours before it loads, like I told you. Well, load it on Friday. But then I'm going to want to make the roster perfect. Then do that Friday night. Because i got to cut all the guys game. I don't like. Do everything Friday that so yeah, you're ready. When you get up on Saturday, you're ready to rock and roll. I always spend more time making the rosters than I do ever playing. I do a Packer one, and I play it for like two games. And then I always lose that first game, and for whatever reason, I, I really feel like I have to win the first game. I can't lose the first game of a season. I got to win it. Then I make a roster, and I have to do. I have to edit to do this now because you can't trade your way out of it because teams won't do it. I make an all Badgers roster. So Russell Wilson, and then I have like seven running backs and no receivers. So Melvin Gordon, I have to make a wide out and James White and stuff, and then I hand the ball off to Taylor, and then I've got way too many offensive linemen and linebackers. I've got like no edge guys and barely anybody in the secondary. So I got to. Get crafty, but I make that, and then I make an all-offensive line team where I have offensive linemen at every position, including quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. I only played one game like that. I lost 52-6. to six. I was able to scramble a little bit with David Bakhtiari as my quarterback, and then they couldn't bring him down. But Just, just wait till uh, Russell Wilson is done. And you'll have Graham Mertz as your quarterback. Yeah, Graham okay. Mertz. With oh, God. Can't All-time wait. Badger team. Until he gets drafted. <laughs> sure, I mean, I, 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 I might think about twitching some of this stuff. Is that okay. a verb? Yeah. Twitching? Twitching? Yeah. Twitch stream? But how about that? Sammy Watkins, 79 overall. Which the, the Watkins part of this puzzle is going to be interesting. I think Alan Lazard. Well, I think a lot of these guys are going to be hit or miss. It's either going to be really good or kind of underwhelming. I don't think there's anybody in the middle. I don't think we're going to get like that 50-catch guy. Lazard's either getting 23 catches or he's getting 80. Sammy Watkins being a 79. There could be a renaissance here. Then again, not a lot of that contract is guaranteed, so he does have to fight and earn that spot. But him being a 79. The Bears, for what it's worth, since Bears fans think they're so much better than us. Uh, The Bears... Have about the same. Darnell Mooney is a 79. I would put Darnell Mooney into the 80s. Darnell is good. And a lot of Bears, you know, beat writers, radio guys, fans are going to tell you that. Mooney should be better than a 79. Mooney of the two teams is the best receiver. I'll admit that. Pringles a 75. Dante Pettis they have is a 74. Tajay Sharps a 70. They got all these guys that... uh, Velas Jones, a rookie, 69. St. Brown, 68. The Browns have all these receivers that you pick up on your bye week and hope for a miracle. Like Tajay Sharp, 
Where was he? Tennessee? They got all these guys like that. Dante Pettis. Oh, if Dante Pettis, uh, he could. He's with the Giants now, and they got three guys hurt, and, and maybe if he. he could, yeah, nah, he don't do anything. So that's kind of where the Bears are at in that point. I do have a big decision to make, uh, Tim. You're a big fantasy guy. I have to draft. I have the third pick in a rookie draft. Okay. We're so doing... it's, a, it's a dynasty. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I have the third pick in a uh, rookie draft. And somebody who went first? Uh, Brees Hall went first. And then I think Drake London went second. I think I'm going to take Kenneth Walker in Seattle. I need running backs more than I need uh, okay. receivers. But there's other guys I could take, like, uh, you know, Jamison Williams. There are a lot of good receivers. The receivers are. But I think I have to go running back. I think I do. The third pick, so you must have not. Oh, I was very year. bad. I was very bad. Because I could go Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, Chris Olave, Jamison Williams. I think I got to go Kenneth Walker, though, out of Seattle from Michigan State. In fact, I know I do. I'm going to lock that in here. You're going to draft as we speak? I got to lock it in, yeah. It's a just We just do it over Facebook. I got to lock it in, though, I think. 414-799-1250. We'll wrap things up coming up. Take a look at baseball and what guys are saying as they head into the trade deadline where the Brewers may have some opportunity to make some moves. Again, you guys can chime in. 414-799-1250. You can also tweet us. How about the Mets at the trade deadline? I'm fascinated to see what they're going to do. A lot of people are thinking, well, James McCann is on the IL with an oblique problem, so why not go get Wilson Contreras? He could DH as well. The Mets' biggest need, perhaps, is a DH along with a lefty reliever, but they've got a young catching prospect named Alvarez that they are very high on. Francisco Alvarez, he's a guy that ultimately could come up. Some veterans are pushing for him to come up and be that DH catcher hybrid. So I don't see them being the team for Contreras. Maybe San Diego, maybe Tampa Bay, Cleveland perhaps, San Francisco perhaps. I just don't see the Mets paying big for Wilson Contreras when they have other priorities and the potential of a catcher hybrid with a D8. Hmm, that's Ken Rosenthal on FS1. A lot of teams seem to be interested in catchers. I know a team with a good uh, handful of catchers, the Milwaukee Brewers. You know, I've been a little uh, outspoken about the Brewers this week, I think, right? I've been a... Are you going to change your mood again? No. Are we going to start calling you Flip Flopper? No. Okay. No. Now, on on Friday, I was really (laughs) getting worked up about the Brewers and, you know, the state of baseball is kind of... I just, I'm not enjoying watching the Brewers. I'm not enjoying it. I mean, this is, not, this is not from like a job perspective. It's from a fan perspective. I'm not. I'm not enjoying. They're 50 and 43, and I'm not enjoying being told they're in first place. Suck it up and deal with it. I'm not having fun watching the games. I'm having fun talking about them. There's certainly a lot to talk about, but when I'm watching these games, that is not enjoyment to me. And so I don't like that. So I think I th- I'm trying to think like where it all like now I'm like ripping on Craig and the All Star break thing and I'm ripping on Stearns and I'm saying Mark let's go. I I really think this turned on a dime for me when Severino got put back on the roster and they kept three catchers. I cannot express to you like in the world of things that matter this is not on it but in the world of things that don't matter this is what bugs me the most. That the Brewers have three catchers. Because Severino doesn't even doesn't even play. They, what did he go? 0 for 5 on Friday. Struck out three times and then didn't see 
an at-bat on Saturday or Sunday, why do you have him on the team? What are you doing? And he's not postseason eligible. So the suggestion from some of you was, well, maybe the Brewers are trying to trade him or keep him on the roster so they can trade him. To who? Another team that can't put him on the postseason roster? And for what? For what? So you're going to keep Severino up for two weeks? So you can get a... You can get a 17-year-old pitcher in high A, if, if that. I mean, we haven't kept a guy on this roster that has been this useless since Wei Chung Wong, who I was always rooting for. Remember him as a Rule 5 guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was always, I was always rooting for him. Contreras is interesting. I wonder where he'll go. It's, it's pretty likely he gets traded out of Chicago. Houston, I think, is a, a team a lot of people have matched him up with, but... Uh, yeah, if anybody wants a catcher. But I would take Contreras. See, he's kind of a guy I want the most. You can get a catcher that can hit like that, and then we don't need the other guy to play as much, then we, we're we're adding by subtracting or the other way around. We're subtracting by adding because then you bring Contreras. You know, you can still have Narvaez, you know, Caratini. All right. I, I don't know. I just you, – you look at – you look at where the Brewers are. The All-Star break is a is a really good time to take stock of what kind of trades are possible and what you need. And, you know, this is the back and forth that, that we're having about the Brewers. I complain about this. You tell me they're in first place. How long are they going to stay in first place? We'll see. But then after that, we're, we're looking so micro here, you know. we're A lot of our conversations are about the NL Central. And we're so hyper-focused on it. I don't think that we focus much yet on the National League, right? What what do the Brewers need to do to contend in the National League? The number one thing that I think that I've said and that people tell me is to just get hot. You saw the Braves do it. You saw the Nationals do it last couple of years. Granted, they did go through us and our strategy of a baseball team fielding one to get there. But is this team even built to get hot? That's the other thing. The Braves last year at the all-star break, they had some injuries. They got in all these outfielders, guys that could hit consistently. Well, you know, guys like Peterson and Duvall and Solaire. Now those are guys that they can get hot. Can we get hot? Can Yelich, Renfro, McCutcheon? I mean, they don't need to be any worse than that group of guys I just mentioned. I mean, they did go 15-3 and three in a span in April. The Brewers did? Yeah. They played the Cardinals, the Pirates, the Philadelphia Phillies, the Pirates, and the Cubs. Is that how they started the season? Uh, this was right after the start. This was the... So what was their record after that stretch? Um, They were... After that stretch, they were, let me see where this ends here, 19 and 8. They were 19 and 8? Yep. So since April, we've gone 31 and 35. They were 19 and 8? 19 and 8. So we've gone 31 and 35? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't know what to tell you guys anymore. This team's not good. I mean, let's remember, after that sweep of the Cubs on on, uh, Labor Day, Memorial Day, remember when they swept them and 
Everyone's like, oh, we're going wherever. Yeah, we beat the Cubs twice on Memorial Day. We won Thir- the title. 32, and, 32 and 18. That was their high water mark. Okay. So let me do some math so here. So since then, they're they are 18 and 20. 18 and 5. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> yeah, this isn't just not, this isn't just like a balk on Saturday or a bad loss on Sunday. So they've just been playing. They've been playing poorly. The best part of the season for me, not the best, but like the most ironic, I guess, was those. We're celebrating Craig Council as the all-time winningest manager, but he cannot get to that hump because they were on like an eight-game losing streak. Then he gets it. He ties it. Then they lose like another three games, and it took forever. So meanwhile, we're celebrating this guy being such a great manager as he's in one of the worst slides they've been in in a few years. I've also been really fascinated in the way that they limped into the break here and how that is commonplace for them and how – Little people think that's a big deal. I, I kind of think it's, it's a big, a big deal. deal. It's I think a big it's a big deal because it happens over and over again. I mean, if, if you tell me every year they're going to be 5-13 and 13 in the first few weeks of the season, is that not something that you're like, well, why does that happen? They they are bad into the All-Star break because they do look ahead too much. I they, think, they always do. I think the, the part that gets me is when they played Pittsburgh and Chicago and then Pittsburgh again and then Chicago. And went what five and five, and St. Louis was three and seven during that time. Yeah, St. Louis has not been like if St. Louis was any better, or they, played any better, they could be four or five games. They probably should be. So then, how does the mood oh. change with you guys? How how does the mood change if they're four back right now? Because in any other division, non AL Central, we looked at this, they're ten games back. Yeah, if they're if they're five six games back of the Cardinals, I think we're sellers. I think we're trading. I no I, mm, no yeah. no no under no circumstance. See, I will I will I will discredit. If they're five games back, and there's no chance of a wild card because I don't obviously I don't think no we're getting no, a wild card under no Central. circumstance would they be mm. sellers with a winning record. What? No no no. If they're five games back of, of the, the Cardinals, Cardinals, well yeah, then we're like five hundred. Right. No, we you would still not don't be think sellers. we're selling. We would not be sellers. You still think you're still holding out hope? Well, I'm, it's not that I'm holding out hope. It's just it wouldn't it wouldn't make any sense. You've got Burns and Woodruff right now. So what are you going to do? You're going to sell trade Hater for so now you're playing for next year? Yeah. No. You're you're going to win if you're going to win a World Series. It's going to be with Burns, Woodruff, and Hater. They're all going to be on that team. Okay. So if we so so next year's our last year to win a World Series. Yes, that's what I have been saying. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. I'm yes. Mark the tape. Well, I mark all the tape. I've been pretty consistent. They on can that. win a World Series without Josh Hader. I don't know that they can. Yes, they can. I mean, he's got twenty six saves. You have uh, Devin Williams with twenty six holds. Yeah, but I, I I don't know Devin. I don't. Haters that are. Really I have more good. faith in Devin Williams than Josh Hader. Well, today because you just saw Hader blow up in I've, July. I've been on this Hader talk for two months. Yeah, you have. You you. It, this is very funny and very interesting. And somebody pointed this out. Hader was having the best year ever until Tim Shea said, "What if we traded him?" This was two months ago. Before he was in the middle of his run. Yeah. Well, I'm still blaming you. Sure, go ahead, blame me. But this was before that, so. Yeah. Great. Well, this was when he but, was hot. And then you said two months ago. And then I a couple days ago. And then we 
All right. All-star game tonight. Trade him. Who you got? I want a home run derby off. <laughs> Everybody does. Uh, give me the... The day before the all-star <laughs> game. They're like, oh, by the way, if uh, if it ties, we're going to have a home run derby off. NL8, AL6. Uh, I'll, I'll Who you got? I'll go AL5-3. to three. Ooh, a pitcher's duel. Well, I mean, the over-under, I think, is only seven and a half. Yeah. Is that right? That can't be right. Well, because there's so much good pitching. Yeah. Usually these games are a little – lately they've been low scoring. Yeah. Well, I, they've been competitive. People – you know, that's – we talk about these all-star games, and everyone's always like, well, the all-star games aren't that competitive. How – you can't not – you can't like uncompetitive baseball. You know, the NBA – I like the NBA all-star game. It's three quarters of like, let's have fun, and then it's one quarter of let's win this game. The Pro Bowl, I understand it's a joke. I still like it. I'm a psycho. But MLB, it's I mean you're they're throwing it's maybe the guy comes in doesn't throw 100 maybe throws 97. You don't like put your you can't it's it's they're competitive I don't know I I don't understand how anyone can not like the All Star game it, it for it means nothing and it's still a good game. I was gonna ask you what else is like on tonight, you know sports wise. So then what else is on tonight? Yeah, the um... oh I'm sure FS1 is replaying the USFL championship game. I think the basketball tournament's on ESPN. That's ESPN two. ESPN is airing College Live at the SEC. This is a, like the SEC has a four day media day, where the Big Ten has one day. Well, the SEC is doing it during the All Star break too. Smart, very smart. So yeah, you got you got the whole southeastern part of the country that doesn't even all, the, all know they what like is the break. Is. Yeah. Whoa! I did Jeez, the wrong you thing. You scared me. I'm uh, really screwing up here. FS1 is uh, doing NHRA drag racing. Yeah, but that's a replay from Sunday. Oh, well, there you go. Not that I'm super into drag racing. I just... And they're doing uh, the Skip and Shannon, Undisputed. Yeah, they, they show Skip and Shannon. Sometimes they show that show three times in a day. There is nothing on tonight, so <laughs> enjoy the, the All-Star game. game. Yeah, I'll oh, watch it. Oh, uh, NXT. Wrestling. I don't watch NXT. I did. And it's then... Tuesday. That's tomorrow. I'm thinking tomorrow is um, today's AEW. Yeah. All right. Big show next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.